You never know what you might find when you are out on a hike and keep an observant eye. Welcome to the Nature of Phenology, where we share the cycles and seasons of the outdoors. I'm your host, Hazel Stark, and this episode was written by Joe Horn. Several years back, as a new board member for the Downey Salmon Federation, I answered the call to help clean smelts harvested out of the Pleasant River in preparation for the organization's annual smelt fry. This community celebration is centered upon the last commercial rainbow smelt fishery in the U.S., a fishery proven sustainable by the diligent, scientific, and policy efforts of the Federation. I had cleaned fish before, but never in such large numbers. As I settled into the rhythm of this macabre task, I started noticing the differences between smelts. Some had rough scales, some were smooth. The former turned out to be males, the latter the females. But I also started noticing on a few smelts here and there, odd circular scars along their backs. I asked the executive director, Dwayne Shaw, about these marks, and he informed me that these were the scars left behind by young sea lampreys making their first blood meal as they exit the river and enter the long, winding, pleasant river estuary on their way to the ocean. Sea lampreys hold a solidly undeserved bad reputation across much of their native habitat. This is in part due to their unusual appearance and their parasitic nature, but also due to the problems they have created in the Great Lakes, where they were accidentally introduced and have had a negative impact on the fisheries out there. But here on the East Coast, where sea lampreys are native, they are ecosystem engineers that increase quality of habitat for native macroinvertebrates, fall fish, trout, salmon, as well as for a variety of predators and scavengers like raccoons, bears, eagles, and osprey. Sea lampreys are anadromous fish, meaning they spend a portion of their life cycle in salt water but return to fresh water to spawn. The entire existence of these ancient jawless fish in fresh water is an incredible boon to the ecosystem. When their eggs hatch in rivers and streams, the young drift down the current away from their gravelly nests or reds that protected their eggs to maturation. Once the young find their way over a slower pool or bend, they settle down to the bottom where they bury themselves in silt and sand and enter an eyeless, worm-like phase of life called an amicete. As amicetes, the lampreys will stay buried in the sediment for up to five years where they filter feed plankton and detritus, thus increasing water quality. There, they will grow until they are large enough to migrate to sea. Once they hit salt water, they will seek their first host, often a small fish like a smelt or sea-run brook trout that will take them farther out to sea. As sea-run adults, lampreys are parasites that will latch onto a host fish using their suction-shaped mouth ringed with hooked teeth. Once attached, they use a rasp-like tongue to open a small wound through which the lamprey will feed off the host's blood. After two years at sea, the adults have grown to full size, up to nearly four feet long. Then they follow hormones released by the young amicetes into rivers, which then get washed out to sea and drift around on oceanic currents. Once the adults return to fresh water when the water is at its highest in the spring, they stop feeding altogether their intestines dissolve, and their teeth fall out. They will ascend rapids and falls by swimming and suctioning to rocks with their mouths. Once they reach a likely stretch of spawning habitat, they use their suction mouth to pick up and move rocks around to form their red. The process of doing this releases trapped silt and sediment, 
Cleaning the river bottom, which makes more suitable habitat for macroinvertebrates like mayflies, caddisflies, and stoneflies, as well as ideal spawning habitat for trout, fallfish, and salmon. The importance of this work by the lampreys cannot be overstated. Once the adults spawn, they all die, delivering a healthy dose of oceanic nutrients to our inland waterways, and the life cycle of the species repeats itself as it has been doing for the last 360 million years. So this weekend, if you happen to find yourself grabbing some smelts from the local fishmonger, or perhaps even fishing for smelts yourself, look for the small suction-shaped lamprey scars on the backs of those little delicious fish. This doesn't in any way affect the quality of the fish or pose any health risks to humans, but it is a marker of a healthy river ecosystem where they were caught. You can download this episode and find a link to the transcript, photos, information about podcasting, and more by visiting archives.weru.org. Thanks for listening, and please join us next week for another dive into the nature of phonology.